Happy game day, Seattle hockey fans. We are hosting the Calgary Flames, and they're on a back-to-back. What will that mean for our lineup, and what do we have to focus on for tonight? We'll also take you to a few of the results from World Juniors and what's on the docket for today. That's all coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. What's cracking, Seattle hockey fans? Happy game day. That's right. We are back at Climate Pledge Arena. A little short homestand. We'll talk about that. Taking on the Calgary Flames. This, of course, is Locked on Kraken, where we bring you your team every day as part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. I've been covering the Seattle Kraken, well, since they were NHL Seattle. Got to write for the site. Uh, got to follow Maddie Beniers and Sarah Nurse to Beijing, China. Covered both of them there in the men's and women's ice hockey tournaments. Went to the Frozen Four. And, of course, am now here to give you your daily dose of Seattle Kraken news. So let's get into it. We are going to be playing the Calgary Flames tonight. Now, the Flames, they burnt out, if you will, a little bit against the Edmonton Oilers, who we will also play this week. We know from Locked On Flames that they, too, are in a stretch where they really want to be able to win these home games. They didn't get it done yesterday, but let's take you to an expert who can tell you all about the frustrating loss, and that's Jess Belmasto of Locked On Flames. Hello, everyone, and what a frustrating loss for the Calgary Flames tonight in the regular season finale of the Battle of Alberta. What's up, everyone? I'm Jess Belmasto from Locked On Flames, and I cannot express how frustrated I am with that third period penalty from Andrew Mangiapane. That is what cost the Flames the game, and, you know, you can't look back at things and say, well, if that didn't happen... But I can say with the utmost certainty that you can say the Oilers probably weren't going to score had Manjupani not taken the silly penalty. And of course, you know, Stuart Skinner did look fantastic for Edmonton and the Flames got goal lead once again for the season. Biggest enemies of tonight was wasn't the Oilers. It was in fact the post. I don't even know how many times the Flames rang the doorbell, but it was a frustrating very frustrating time. And of course, you do have to look at that top six. Milan Lucic did absolutely nothing, contributed absolutely nothing to that Huberdo and Kadri line. When is that experience going to end? And when can we switch Razichka and Lucic in the lineup? Thank you all. And I will be hanging out with you later today on Lockdown Flames. There you hear it from Jess Balmasto. You might remember that when we did our squad cast, when our two teams faced off earlier in the season, that Jess Balmasto was still talking about what the lineups were going to look like, what the line combos were doing. And it seems to be 
as we just saw and heard, a continued frustration there. Let's take you over to uh, NHL.com just so you can take a look at some of these numbers. You look at uh, the Flames were 0 for 3 on the power play. They did give up a power play goal, and that, of course, tilted uh, things. The Oilers had 25 blocked shots. So not only was the post kind of an issue, but um, lots of blocks in front. So shots not getting through for the Calgary Flames. So what does that mean for us? Well, first of all, we know a thing or two about frustrating penalties at inopportune moments. So I feel your pain there, Jess, though, you know, in this case, I'm not really inclined to empathize or sympathize with you because if you're coming in tired, you're coming in frustrated, we hope that that momentum or determination, as Dave Haxtell likes to say, will bubble over as you come to CPA. Um, so Connor McDavid is, uh, he scored in the eighth minute of the third period. So another thing that I was kind of looking at, you know, hearing Jess and looking at some of the replay, there was time, you know, Calgary had time to draw even again, and they just didn't. So that led me to take a look at some stats. But before I go over the stats that I found intriguing, given how this game played out, let's give you the head-to-head. So we're looking at this came from the Seattle Kraken. These are the game notes for today, December 28th, 2022, 7 p.m. Pacific time at Climate Pledge Arena. Of course, you can find this game on TNT. Talked about that a little bit yesterday. Or if you're like me, you can listen on the radio overall record we are neck and neck in the standings with the calgary flames we have 40 points at 18 10 and 4 they are 16 12 and 7 39 points our home record 9 6 and 2 their record on the road 6 6 and 5 oh uh, if they get another uh, overtime draw that's going to be an interesting one anyway um we're four, five, and one in our last 10 games. They're four, two, and four. Our leading scorer continues to be Andre Burakovsky. So, you know, I want to get into this, maybe not today, but uh, let me just pull this away for a minute. You know, I, I've been talking about players coming to the Seattle Kraken, whether it's through the expansion draft or in free agency, and really wanting to be that guy. Andre Burakovsky is leading our team in points. Let's talk about. At some point, if that means, is he that guy? I have some thoughts. Anyway, back to what we'll see for tonight. Penalty kill. 80%, 81, if you round up, percent penalty kill. They're at an 81% clip, the Calgary Flames, where we're at a 69, if you round up. 69% clip on the penalty kill. On the power play, 20% essentially for the Calgary Flames, and we're at 21% on the power play. So, but the numbers that I thought were intriguing, I'm going to read these two. I'm not going to show them on the screen for anyone watching on YouTube, but thanks also if you are listening on your favorite audio platform. The key to the game, at least for me, is going to be an early start and the Seattle Kraken maintaining the lead. Why? The Flames are 4-8-3 and three when the opponent scores first overall. They are 9-1-2 uh, 
and one <laughs> when leading after the first. So we don't want them to be leading after the first period, but they are 08 and one when trailing after two periods. So even if we give up an early um, goal, we want to be leading after the first. Uh, we definitely don't want them to have the lead uh, after the first, and we want to have the lead in the second period. Calgary is not a comeback team. The Seattle Kraken, historically, in our very short history, we know a thing or two about that. Um, and here are the numbers for this year for Seattle. When trailing after the first period, we are 3-6-1. and one. When trailing after the second period, we are 2-8-0. and oh. So getting a quick start, getting an early start is going to be integral. That, that's my key to the game. But we have three essentials coming from the Seattle Kraken uh, staff. So we're going to get into that. Right now, I want to tell you that this episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Bet Online. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional, amateur, or amateur league out there on betonline.net. From Pro Bowl to College Bowl to basketball, we even had a World Cup odds, and of course, the National Hockey League. If you love sports podcasts, you can also find those on Bet Online as well. They are always the fastest and easiest way for you to get your sports betting info. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online is where the game starts. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine, especially on a game day. That's right. We're hosting the Calgary Flames. I already told you about some of the numbers that I will be taking a look at, including why Calgary's not great if they are trailing and why Seattle also not great when we're trailing. So what's the key for me? Maintain the lead through the first two periods. But let's take you over to uh, NHL.com backslash Seattle, and we'll get you the um, – these are going to be the three essentials from the Seattle Kraken. Now, give me just a second. I got to pull it up here again because I don't know where it went. But good thing I have the notes. The essentials are as follows. And I'm not going to go in alpha order or numerical order, because there's some things that I want to talk about. But um, 14 games in 25 days. Now, if you heard Dave Haxtell speak yesterday, that is up on YouTube. You heard him. Uh, he was asked about um, the stretch. So they had a little bit of a break. Haven't played yet coming out of the December holiday break. Um so what is that going to look like? 14 games in 25 days is essential number two uh, over for Bob Condor. And so it's a seven-game road trip from January 2nd through the 14th and two pairs of back-to-back -back games and, not, and no two consecutive days off for nearly a month. And you know what surprised me, pleasantly surprised me, is that even though we have 14 games in 25 days, not necessarily starting with tonight, but this homestand leads into that road series. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. Dave Haxtell actually hunkered down about the importance 
of practice. The Seattle Kraken had a longer practice than usual yesterday. Part of that being they haven't been on the ice. So they did a lot of just things to get them active, touching the puck early in practice. And then at the later stages of practice, they focused on specific things and systems. In reality, we have to find practice time when we can. That's what Dave Axel said. Am I, you know, I'm loving this. You know, I'm absolutely loving that Dave Haxtell is all about the practice. Are we talking about practice? Absolutely. Um, and I love that because we have not been practicing. It's been no a notorious thing. And Dave Haxtell was actually asked about it. And he's like, yeah, you know, the guys like to have fun with that, but we need to get in practice time. So I'm here for this practice season. All right. As promised, the three game essentials. So we started with the second essential. But if we go back to the um, article and if you are listening on audio and not watching on YouTube, well, either way, you should subscribe when you have a chance, when you can do so safely, subscribe to Locked on Kraken. But if you check the show notes when you have a chance, you can find the link if you're not able to look at this. Um, now, despite the loss, the Calgary Flames are still in playoff contention. I talked to you about how close we are points-wise. And uh, we see here that this is another key essential for the Seattle Kraken writers, Bob Condor in particular. Now, this is specifically what the article says. The Flames nabbed seven of a possible eight points on a pre-holiday road trip. It puts them in the second wildcard spot for now. And so all that points to me, all that that points out to me, excuse me, is that the Seattle Kraken need this win. You've heard me say it before, and I'm going to say it again because it's the truth, Ruth. You have to win games against teams that you should beat. And right now, one of those teams for us is the Calgary Flames. The Calgary Flames are in fifth place in the division. They are two, they are uh, behind Edmonton, who is right behind us. So, We've got Calgary. We've got Edmonton twice in the next essentially seven days. We need to get these wins. And just to bring that point home again, I want to go back to the first thing in the essentials, and that is in good standing. I'll add be in good standing. And here's what Dave, or excuse me, what Bob Condor and company have to say about that. In the Pacific Division, along with four games in hand compared to Las Vegas, who lost the other night, uh, the third place Kraken have, a have five games in hand to close out a four-point gap with the second place LA Kings, and three games in hand with each of their closest pursuers. Calgary and Edmonton. So we have games in hand against Calgary and Edmonton. And those are our next two Pacific division games. Those are our next two Pacific division or league opponents. We have to get 
these wins. And we're doing it at home. The home record has gotten better for the Seattle Kraken. I want, if you are at Climate Pledge Arena, to get loud and proud, get mean, get nasty, get loud so that we take these points. We need these points, okay? We need these wins because the Seattle Kraken are holding on to third place. And the only way that we're going to maintain that good positioning, good standing, we're in the wild card spot, um, is to win against our Pacific Division rivals. And we have a chance. We have a chance starting tonight. So I'm super excited for this game. I think things are going to go really well for us. I want that energy. I want the excitement. We have the fact that we got the 5-4 win on November 1st. We got that win over the Calgary Flames. We play them again uh, late next month. We need this win. We need this win. I'm, I'm, I don't, there's, you know, I, I, I don't know how to overstate how important this win is. I mentioned that we're third overall right now in the division, Calgary at five, Edmonton at four in the league standings. We are at 15 with Edmonton at 17 and Calgary at 18. So these points are critical for us as we maneuver. Want to be a top uh, 15 team. Uh, you know, we've we've ebbed and flowed a little bit in the last handful of games because we're not getting stuff done. Losing to Vancouver. Oh, mamma mia. I'm still salty over that. I am hella salty over that loss, but that's okay. We have a chance. We're going to get it done. And I love that Dave Haxel's talking about practice. This is the time to buckle down because I, I told you that I don't know if it's so much a systems thing, but the communication, being in the right place, um, those things, they need to be cleaned up. I mean, a system that needs work is definitely the penalty kill. So we'll see what they work on there. Coming up next unlocked on Kraken. Let's talk about World Juniors a little bit more and I will once again remind you what is at stake. We'll go over the schedule, the schedule so you know what to expect and don't forget that on January 1st, not a division game, we will be playing the New York Islanders on New Year's Day and we will be having a playback watch party. That's right. We're getting back on playback. So we'll talk about that a little bit more. That's coming up on this game day episode of Locked on Kraken. Hey, thank you as always for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. I, of course, am your host, Erica L. Ayala, I'm so excited that it is a game day. I'm so excited that the Seattle Kraken have a chance to really hunker down Focus on that determination that uh, Dave Haxel has been talking about. Um, show that the things that they've been practicing, they can implement. We haven't had morning skate as of the time I'm recording, so we won't know who's starting in net. If I had to guess, I think we go with Grubauer tonight. We've been seeing um, 
that the extension of this kind of tandem, you know, it's not every game that we're switching, you know, Jones, Grubauer, Jones, Grubauer. We're getting a couple of games in hand. Um, I don't think Martin Jones was the problem. Um, that being said, I think we're starting to switch out every two, three games. We'll see. We'll see. I think I'm not as concerned about the tandem right now. I do think we're going to get to a part in the season where we're going to need to kind of know who our ace is. But given that we have, what is it? Let's go. I, I forget. What is it? Uh, 14 games in 25 days. And then the, after these three home games, a, a long road trip. I'm okay if we mix it up a little bit. Anyway, uh, we'll we'll be talking, I'm sure, about all of that. But let's let's switch gears before we go to the schedule. Let's switch gears and talk about World Juniors. So we know that Finland had a big upset um, the other day. That was a bummer. We know that Canada had a big upset set the other day. That was a big bummer. Well, um, we have Yanni uh, Nyman, uh, Newman Nyman. I feel I, I always I, I say it wrong. I know I'm saying it wrong. Anyway, uh, Finland they get back or they get into the win column with a five-two win over Slovakia yesterday. Uh, Newman has one goal in two games, but if you saw that goal, oh. Baby, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful goal. He's averaging 16 minutes per game, total of 35 shifts at about 54 seconds per shift. 6'4, 207, uh, 43rd or something like that. Uh, anyway, he's one of our draft picks. And um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing a little bit more from him. Speaking of Slovakia, the United States takes on Slovakia today. Canada plays Germany. So the German gentleman, I wonder if anyone's going to ask him uh, what his rooting interests are. Although, uh, yeah. anyway, I'm not going to get into that. I, the, the whole sensationalization of world juniors coming from the women's hockey side of things is, is um, interesting, shall I say, to me. Anyway, the United States versus Slovakia, and then Canada, Germany. Tomorrow, Finland will take on Latvia. They lost a whomper to Sweden. Speaking of, Sweden and Czechia, that is going to be a good game, okay? If you want to watch, I, I'm thinking Sweden-Czechia, good game, good game. If you look at the stats, Czechia has uh, 14 goals for Sweden, 12 goals for. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what the offense is going to be like in that game. So um, again, today, Slovakia versus USA. That's the first game. And then Canada versus Germany, Latvia, Finland tomorrow. So Newman, you'll get to see him. Sweden, Czechia tomorrow, as well as tomorrow, so speaking of back-to-backs, the United States and Switzerland will play. That could be a good one. That could be a really, really good one. Switzerland had the upset over Finland. And USA did not play particularly well in their first game. They did get the win eventually over Latvia. Um, 
but we'll see. We'll see what happens there. And then it's Austria, Canada. This, depending on what happens with Germany on the 29th against Austria, if Canada hasn't figured it out by this game, by the third game against Austria, who, who let up 11 goals, then I think we can definitively say that calling this the best Canadian World Juniors team was premature. We'll be looking to see, of course, what Shane Wright does in that. I, I didn't think he looked great from the face-off dot. He did get a goal, got an assist as well. Didn't look great on the face-off dot. So I'll be looking to see what he can do there. All right, back to the Seattle Kraken. Because, listen, we've got a behemoth schedule happening here. Again, it's game day. We've got Calgary Flames, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Then on Friday, we take on Edmonton. January 1, I mentioned it already. We'll be watching this one on playback. Should have some special guests and We'll be partnering with Gil Martin of Locked on Islanders after this game. Gil is one of our hosts of Locked on NHL. He is such a concise and well-knowledged hockey fan. I learn something from him every single time. I'm so excited to have him officially on Locked on Kraken. I've joined his shows a few times, but he's never officially been on Locked on Kraken. At least I don't think so. Anyway, so that's on Sunday. Then come Tuesday, we are on the road. We have Edmonton on the road, Toronto on the road, Ottawa on the road, Montreal, Buffalo, Boston, and Chicago on the road before we come back. And then we have Tampa Bay, then Edmonton on the road. That's a weird back-to-back. Um, and it's a home versus home and away back-to-back on the 16th and 17th. On the 19th, we host the New Jersey Devils. And then on the 21st, the Colorado Avalanche. So, yeah. It's it's a wild, wild schedule. We will definitely have more playback rooms. Uh, so keep posted, me and Black Rosie Media. We do that, so it should be a good time. But during these games, especially after we get over the homestand, Calgary, Edmonton, and Islanders, this is what I want us to focus on. And you, you're hearing it from every side because it's the truth. Andy Eide, Kraken can make a statement, improve in standings in key division matchups. This is a quote from his article. Coming into Wednesday's games, coming into Wednesday's game, excuse me, the Flames have 39 points, just a point behind the Kraken. But Seattle does have three games in hand. We talked about that. If Seattle sees itself as a playoff team, this is one of the teams the Kraken will have to beat out. The Kraken have played Calgary once already this season. We talked about that. Um, we get the win 6-5. Andy Ide goes on to say, it won't be easy. And the Kraken will need to be the team that won back-to-back -back games against Winnipeg and St. Louis before the holidays and not the club that blew a two-goal lead against Vancouver last Thursday. Andy, Andy, it's as if 
I had said that myself, which of course I did, but I think we all did. This is the, the show them who you are. This is the team that we need to see. Jeff Baker said, drop the gloves. I say, show them who you are. Andy Ide writes about it again because it has to happen. We have to get this win. I really see this as a must win. In as much as you can have a must win in December, this is a must win for the Seattle Kraken. That's our show, folks. I hope you're excited. I didn't put on the jersey for today's episode. Um, I don't know. I didn't do it. So we'll see. We'll see what the vibes are. If we win, I will not put it on on Friday either. If we lose, I might have to figure some things out. I'm not the most superstitious person as I have a horseshoe right here. This was my dad's. Anyway, uh, I'm not the most superstitious person, but I like to send good vibes if I can. You know what to do later today at CPA or from wherever you're watching. Hold fast. Stay true and shout loud and proud. Let's go, Kraken. We need the dub. Now, in between time, in the meantime, in between time, before the game, I hope you have a very zen Wednesday. I hope you are kind to yourself and be kind to others. Lots of delays all over the place. Things are wild. It's the holiday season still. Happy Kwanzaa. It's the third day of Kwanzaa. Um, be kind to yourself and to each other. So have some Zen moments. Eat your favorite snacks, your favorite meal. That's what I'm getting ready to do. And then tonight, let's go cracking. That's our show. Thank you for listening. I will see you, if not on social media, I'll catch you tomorrow on the Thursday post-game day edition of Locked on Kraken. Peace.